We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association ND. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. DFS podcast for Friday, March the 10th, 2017. Hoops fans, I'm Paul Bruno. You know me from my work on hockey, baseball, and football podcasts at Rotowire over the last few years. And I'm enjoying these NBA pods in my first year on the hard court version of our podcast series, as much as any of the others, in fact. As usual, I want to invite you to follow me at Statsman22. Joining me on this NBA FanDuel preview podcast is my co-host, Dan Bruno. Dan, remind our listeners about your Twitter handle and where to find your work in RotoWire's website. Yeah, well, my work is uh, located on RotoWire's NBA doc, NBA preview and recap section, where I cover the games just about daily there. And uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at dbrunoofficial. That's D B R U N O F F I C I A L. All right, Dan. And as usual, we go through the game slate. Uh, we have eight games on tap for tonight. And uh, I'll take the first four, and you can get the nightcaps uh, with the lines and the spreads on all the games. I notice there's one that's not available right now, the Boston and Denver matchup, but we have lines on all the other ones. So I'll go with Orlando at Charlotte, where the home team is a minus-eight favorite, and uh, the over-under is 206.5. 
Then the Raptors visit Atlanta. That's going to be a tight game, and the line agrees with that assessment of mine. The home standing Hawks are a two-point favorite. The over-under is at 201 points. Houston goes on the road and brings their high-octane offense into Chicago, and the Rockets are a four-and-a-half-point favorite with the over-under at 223 points for that 8 o'clock tip. Indiana goes to Milwaukee, where the homestanding Bucks are a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and the over-under there is 209 points for another 8 o'clock start. Uh, you got one more 8 o'clock game, and the rest are later, Dan. Yeah, the last 8 o'clock game would be uh, the Warriors visiting Minnesota, where Golden State is a five-point favorite with an over-under of 216.5. Then Brooklyn Nets visit Dallas, where the Mavericks are a nine-point favorite with an over-under of 212.5. That's at 9 o'clock. Boston uh, Celtics visit Denver at 9 o'clock with uh, the spread The spread in the line is unavailable yet. Um, and then you got the Washington Wizards visiting Sacramento, where the Wizards are eight-point favorites with an over-under of 213.5, and that's at 10.30. All right, Dan, before we get into the basketball talk, we got to remind our listeners that we have a second sponsor joining us, and that's pristineauction.com. That's spelled P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction.com. They have daily auctions there, ending nightly with hundreds of lots available. There's tons of stuff here for the man cave. Always something perfect for a fan of any team, any era, any sport. Uh, authenticity it's important to a lot of people and they guarantee authenticity in all the items that come with authentication forms uh, from only the most trusted sources and if you're concerned about affordability i can tell you firsthand that most people don't think they can afford this stuff but it turns out it's much more affordable than you think the auction prices are somewhat reasonable when you consider autographed jerseys going for like 220 bucks that's not much more than you would pay for them in the in the team stores around the league so i think there's pretty good value uh, just that as an example but they i got neat stuff like muhammad ali and Pele in an autograph picture frame that was advertised the other day. I took a long look at that, lost out in the auction, but uh, there's a lot of other neat stuff from all teams, all eras, and I encourage you all to check it out. And in fact, when you do so, take a look in the registering uh, register section. It's free to bid, and you only win, uh, you only uh, spend money when you win. You don't have to put anything up, uh, up front. And lastly, I'll encourage you to mention in the How Did You Hear About Us section on their site, please put, uh, pull down the, the drop-down menu and select Rotowire because of this advertisement. All right, Dan, let's get into our position-by-position breakdown and see if we can help our listeners win some big money by playing FanDuel today. Let's uh, go into our, uh, our docket on FanDuel and go position-by-position position as usual, beginning with the point guards. And uh, typically, we want to highlight the guys that are over 10,000 in each category. I'll ask you to consider John Wall and Steph Curry and their matchups and whether you see them as a player fade in uh, this schedule. Well, John Wall coming in at $10,700 has been on quite a streak lately. Uh, the Wizards are doing well themselves, having won three straight. Uh, largely thanks to John Wall's contributions. He's double-doubled in his last three games, um, been pl- pl- plus 39 FanDuel points in those last three games. Um, and I think he's a play, in my opinion. Looking good, $10,700 is not a, not a terrible price tag for a guy who is very capable, capable of getting you 50 FanDuel points. And I look to see that from him on uh, Friday up against... Um, the lesser opponent, the Sacramento Kings. And uh, 
So you, you're saying that you would put some money on either of these guys, Dan, then? Yeah, yeah, I'd like John Wall for sure. Okay. Curry is a little bit more questionable for me. Um, he's playing in Minnesota. The, the Warriors have been a little bit shaky as of late. Um, and Minnesota's been playing pretty well too, and and that's a, that's again in Minnesota. Uh, Curry only came up with 36 FanDuel points in his last game. Uh, he's been pretty consistent above 30, with only one game below that in about his last 10. And especially with Durant out, they're leaning a little bit more on him. But the thing is, for ten thousand two hundred dollars, I think I would fade Curry in this situation. I, I don't like his matchup as much as I like Wall. So if I'm taking one one big price point guard it's going to be john wall here for sure yeah i tend to agree with you wall's been very consistent with the surging washington club uh, he's he's really the the key to driving that whole engine and uh, they've been on fire of late uh we drop down into the the range below these guys let's take it down to seven thousand dan from isaiah thomas at ninety two hundred dollars there's a name in there kyle lowry of course closer to home here in toronto uh, he's out with a wrist injury for the most of the rest of the regular season so you'll want to definitely avoid him but that leaves still five other choices in T- isaiah thomas kemba walker ricky rubio dennis schroeder and alfred payton what say you about any of these five guys well it's hard to uh, not mention alfred payton here the guy's been playing insanely they came up huge for me the other night with 60 plus FanDuel points and a triple double um that's that's his second triple double in a row so i mean alfred payton seven thousand dollars is one of his higher price tags of the year but totally deserving i think the magic um after the serge Ibaka trade not necessarily did they get better in terms of on paper but i think uh, just the spread on the floor for them and people playing in position a little more uh, has been looking pretty good for them. Like a guy like Aaron Gordon is looking to have benefited from that, playing more in position. And Alfred Pay- Payton's picked up his play quite a bit too. So I do like Alfred Payton the most out of this bunch here. But another good look, in my opinion, here is Isaiah Thomas, quite a bit more expensive, $9,200. But uh, they're, they're playing in Denver, kind of a tough place to play. But still, Thomas is very, very consistent, above 30 FanDuel points here. And you can bet you're going to get that out of him in Denver for sure. Dan, I'm, I'm, I'm a matchup guy, as you know. And I look at this range, and I see Kemba Walker against Alfred Payton at the point position. Uh, are you at all concerned about uh, either guy defending better against the other in this particular matchup? I know uh, you like both of these players. but Well, well size-wise, I think... Um, Alfred Payton has a big advantage there. It's never been a thing to slow down Kemba Walker majorly, but I don't see Walker being a, a defensive problem for Alfred Payton, really, whereas I could see Payton maybe slowing down Walker a bit. But it's worth mentioning that Walker has uh, five games straight with plus 40 FanDuel points. He's been playing great lately. Um, unfortunately, his his or his team hasn't been... Uh, following that same exact trend they, they're only four and six in their last 10 and they're coming off a loss so i mean you can you can expect kemba walker to top 30 FanDuel points but uh for the price tag i kind of like isaiah thomas's matchup better there so in this in this second tier pricing of point guards i think i would take isaiah thomas and alfred payton over kemba walker in this night um although they are playing in charlotte which is a benefit to walker 
like I said, I like Alfred Payton better in that matchup. All right, and then from this plateau of 7,000, it drops down 1,500 to the next guy on the board. So let's look at Patrick Beverly, $5,500, and take it down to 5,000, where we see Corey Joseph and Rajon Rondo. Uh, about some value plays in this range that you might like. Well, Jeremy Lin is a guy to take a look at. Um, you miss most of the season, we know that, but he's back and he's he's been playing pretty well. He's topped 20 FanDuel points in four of his last five games with 29 in his last game. He's only played 20, around 20 minutes, a little bit higher than that per game in those last five games, but he's been pretty efficient with his time on the floor. So I think his minutes should continue to increase a bit and uh, he should continue to get some run there. Just, you know, getting familiar with the guys, maybe if anything, preparing for next year at this point in Brooklyn. But I, I like the price tag on Jeremy Lin, $5,400. So I think that's a pretty good go there. Yeah, and I'll add the name of Yogi Ferrell into this mix. He gets the matchup against Brooklyn, which is always a favorable one. And uh, the Dallas offense seems to be clicking a little bit more consistently of late. So uh, I like his totals in the last four games uh, that make me feel a little more confident about this pick. He's topped the 20-point mark four of his last f- uh, five out of his last six starts with the upward trajectory there well above his season high season average of 18.5 FanDuel points per week per game and uh, we take it down below the 5,000 threshold we're looking for some value picks down here Dan beginning with Malcolm Brogdon at $4,800 JJ Beret at 47 on down to the 3,500s yeah well Malcolm Brogdon's been playing consistently well for Milwaukee he's got himself in the rookie of the year chatter um and the Bucks have been playing great too. They're one four straight, knocking on the door for the playoff spot in the East. Um, Brogdon's top twenty in four of his last five games. Actually, make that seven of his last nine games, um, and and that's a great um, rate for a guy forty eight hundred bucks to top twenty Fanduel points most nights. So I like Brogdon there for sure, um, but a little lower if you want to save quite a bit more money. A couple of guys I would take a look at. You're not going to expect maybe the same guaranteed return as you would with Brogdon, but sometimes you have to fit guys in. I like Devin Harris for $3,600 against Brooklyn. Um, Harris has been playing pretty well for Dallas lately. Uh, the one thing you want to keep an eye on, though, is is what's the status of J.J. Barea. Barea is uh, ready to go now, too. And uh, if he comes back, it could start cutting into Devin Harris' minutes. But I still think Devin Harris at $3,600 is a good chance of topping 15 FanDuel points for you, which is acceptable. And then another... Sorry? I was going to say, it's funny you mentioned Berea because he was one of the guys I was looking at. Now you talked me out of him. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, If if he plays, it'll be his first game back. And uh, I like to let let the guys get their feet wet a little bit before I... uh, pick them right away after extended absences yeah. but another guy here that i like on the super value menu for the uh point guards is terry rosier 3500 bucks the youngster for boston has been been playing pretty well lately um had a 20 point fan duel night two games ago and he's been getting around 15 20 minutes a game so that's another real cheapy there and uh, let's move over to the shooting guard position where the guy at the top of the board came in for some criticism by you in terms of the turnovers that he's coming up with of late but he still ranks as the top guy on the board at 11,800 bucks i know he's capable of a 60 point night every every night on the floor but boy if he could control the ball a little bit better the points would even be higher and so that's one guy you want to look at and then we, we got Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, as the second guy 
over $11,000, $11,100. Both of them have some intriguing matchups that uh, might make you consider one or the other, right? Yeah, well, the thing about James Harden is uh, interesting of note. He's he's already set the NBA record for most turnovers in a season, and he did that this year, passing his own self last year. So, I mean, we still got a few games to go, and this guy's creating uh, record numbers here with his turnovers. And for me, that's a, as good as he's been playing, sure, as his team is in a good position in the East. I think, in my mind, that takes him out of MVP candidacy. You can't have an MVP who's set a record for the most turnovers in a game. I don't care, you know, how, how like, maybe if his team was first in the West and he was averaging, you know, 40 points a game, okay, different story. But I, I think with his numbers right now, I don't think you can consider that with that kind of turnover number. So $11,800 for Harden against Chicago is a hard play for me. I'm not too interested in that pick. I'm more inclined toward Antetokounmpo, um, even though that's, $11,000 is a bit of a high price, I think, for him, too. Uh, he did come up with 60 FanDuel points in his last game, which has driven his price up a little bit. Um, I'm not sure if you're going to get that from him every... 69, make that make that in his last game. So nearing 70, that's what drove his price up a few hundred bucks here. So I'm not too big on either of these picks because I don't think you necessarily have a great shot of getting 60 points out of either of them. Um, so I'm I'm fading both Harden and Antetokounmpo um, on Friday night. Yeah, I like that call, Dan, because there's some quality underneath them in the next range. It in- does include two, two guys with question marks regarding their health. Dwayne Wade listed as a game-time decision with a thigh injury, and Nicholas Batum with an ankle injury, both game-time calls. But we still have a few other quality guys up there but above the 6,000 mark, taking it from Seth Curry at 6,200, 6, Clay Thompson, 6,900, Bradley Beal at 7,600, and DeMar DeRozan at 9,700. Can you make the case for one of these four as a guy that you will be likely to put into your lineup? Well, I think $9,700 is a pretty fair price for DeRozan. Um, it's up there, but it's below 10000 and he's very capable of getting you 40-plus, maybe 50 FanDuel points. A couple slower outings in his last two games, but uh, this, those, that was against New Orleans in his last game where he got 29 FanDuel points, and uh, against Milwaukee in the game before that, which I, I find they're a tough team to play against with all their length. So I think DeRozan has a pretty good matchup coming up uh, at Atlanta. I don't think they have the same quality... Uh, wing defense as as for example Solomon Hill in New Orleans is a pretty good defender there um, so I think Atlanta it might be Tabo Cephalosha who's matched up on him and, and I think DeRozan can handle that matchup um, the Raptors are on a pretty good roll um, coming off a win in their last game 6-4 and four in their last 10 DeRozan's been the guy to carry them through most of those wins so I like him on uh, tonight and then another guy here I like is uh, Bradley Beal $7,600 against Sacramento. I think they they don't have much in terms of wing defense either, and I think Bradley Beal can come up big there. Yeah, he's got eight straight games where he's topped the 30-point mark, and he's been over 40 in three of those tilts as well. So he's playing probably hit one of his finest stretches of the season, and he's the guy that I was looking at in this range, Dan. And we can't sleep on Seth Curry making a name for himself, just like his brother in this recent scoring. He gets a good matchup against Brooklyn, another guy that's worth a look at $6,200 in this range. Let's go down below the 6000 mark and take a look at the guys. There's a whole mitt full of them, actually in there below the between 5000 and uh, 5900 Dan, Dan 
Yeah, I like uh, in this range, we've got one of the guys here is Evan Fournier. I think he's been playing pretty well for for Orlando lately. Um, perhaps getting a few more shots without Ibaka there. Came up with 36 Fandle points in his last game and 29 before that. And above 20 in the last five games. And I think he's picked up his play since returning from the All-Star break. Um, 20 points in three of his last five games in just the points column. So, so I like Evan Fournier. He's a main part of Orlando's offense. And uh, for $5,600, that's a good pick at the shooting guard position. Up against Charlotte. And uh, I'd, uh, sorry, I don't remember if you mentioned that Nick Batum's got a game-time decision with the ankle. Right. So if Batum is slowed down or out of the game, that takes away from the defending against Fournier. So I like the look there. And another guy who's got a game-time decision is Dwayne Wade with thigh. So we'll have to keep an eye on those guys. But I do like Fournier at 5,600 for sure. And another guy in this range that I do like is Tim Hardaway Jr. coming up against the Raptors, $5,700. Bit of a high price for him, we'll say that, but uh, he's putting up some big points. He's coming. He's plus 30 in three of his last four FanDuel games, uh, or FanDuel points in his last four games, and uh, 25 in his last game, which is the lowest of the four games, but... Uh, He's, he's really filling it up for Atlanta, and he's making a name for himself. So I, I, look, I think we get a good look out of Tim Hardaway, too, in this range. Dan, you took every name that I was looking at in this range. I had a little tick mark by all of them, and you covered them all off. So I'm going to just say, let's go down into value country and see if you can do that again to me. Well, a couple guys I like down here. Um, quick, quick nod to Norman Powell for the Raptors, just because he's getting extended minutes in Cal Lowry's absence. And with the Terrence Ross trade, but uh, I'm more looking at a uh, guy Karis Lavert here, $3,900 up against Dallas, and uh, he's he's put up some decent numbers in his last few games, and uh, 15 in his last game, 17, 21 in his last three games. Then he had a, a night with 10, and then 28 Fanduel points. So he's putting up some good numbers for Brooklyn. His minutes have increased coming towards the end of the season. Um, not much more you can do with your minutes uh, when you're a team like Brooklyn at this point in the season other than give them to the young guys so those are the kind of guys you could get some real value out of in FanDuel towards the end of the season here so Lavera is one of those and and another guy here uh, priced very low is Shabazz Muhammad $3,700 or sorry I mean uh, I'm looking ahead Aaron Aflalo, Um $3,600 for Aaron Aflalo hosting Sacramento and again a follow um, not a youngster but he's benefiting from the uh, shift in in uh, territory in Sacramento with cousins out of there so a follow came up with 15 FanDuel points in his last game a rough night in the game before that but 26 two games ago so he's certainly capable of putting up some big numbers for $3,600 well one guy that we, we were used to seeing put up some big numbers in the past is down here in this range I gotta ask you about Monte Ellis Dan what the heck's happened to this guy he used to be a key to this whole offense and now it's just not happening well he had those injuries earlier in the season in the season took a while for him to get going and Indiana in general has just been off stride, so you can't really say for sure what's going on. I mean, Ellis has had a few good games this season, and $4,600 I think is a little bit steep for him. I would be really inclined to pick him if he was maybe below 45, maybe around 42, 4,000. That would be, I think, a more reasonable price. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't, I don't know exactly how they make these prices. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, he's not the same guy that we've seen in some of the seasons past. So, yeah, I'm not looking at him really at that price, especially against Milwaukee. I think that's a really tough matchup for a guy like Ellis. And we go to the three position where the the small forward Kevin Durant. You mentioned he's out long term with a knee injury. So the next gap on the board, uh, all alone over eight thousand at ninety one hundred, is Jimmy Butler. Uh, one of the the key drivers of Chicago's offense there. He's against Houston. That should be a shootout. Is this a chance to pl- play or fade him? Uh, it, it's a pretty solid play, in my opinion, especially if Dwayne Wade's going to be out. Um, tough tough thing is is that if Trevor Reza's guarding him, he's a solid defender. But, I mean, Jimmy Butler can pretty much deal with any kind of defense defender, so I'm not too worried about that. So uh, he's not a bad player to build around tonight. And as you you mentioned that uh, it, it should be a shootout there with Houston. So more shots, more rebounds, more opportunities for everybody, and Butler should be one of those guys. So he's somebody I wouldn't shy away from tonight at all. Yeah, I think at that price point and given the matchup, I, I see that ball traveling pretty quickly, and, and Butler, this is the kind of game where he could thrive. So he might be a guy that makes it into one of my lineups for sure. Uh, let's take a look at the, the group of six uh, above 6,000, including Harrison Barnes, right at the 6,000 mark. Danilo Gallinari is a game-time call with an illness, but that still leaves us five other names to consider, from Paul George at 7,900 down to Harrison Barnes at $6,000. Dan, some good names in here and some good prices, I think. Yeah, well, one guy you got to look at for sure. I mean, most likely Gallinari and Jokic, who are both out with illnesses, will likely be coming back, but if by chance they're not, uh, you got to look at Wilson Chandler, who came up with plus 50 FanDuel points in his game before last and plus 30 in his last game, taking advantage of some extra shooting and playing time. So I, I like Wilson Chandler here for $7,000. He's a diverse player, affects the game in many ways, so I like him there. Another guy here whose price has just been steadily increasing is Chris Middleton, who's really surprised me at how well he's been playing since coming back from injury. missed three quarters of the season with uh, an injury but he's playing amazing 31 FanDuel points in his last game then 29 before that 27 43 and 35 so very solid numbers for this guy um slowly though is like i said his price is increasing and i mean if he goes much past 6800 which he's listed at today um the value is going to start to fade for me but at this time he's still a valuable pick at 6800 dollars, and i like chris Middleton. A couple of guys I, I might want to avoid, though, are Paul George. Uh, I think tough matchup against Milwaukee. And the Pacers, uh, I'm not 100% confident in, in what they're doing right now. They came coming off a win in their last game, but only four and six in their last ten. And uh, their last win, uh, it wasn't the greatest game for George. Only 21 points, 32 FanDuel points. He's, his game before that, 49, though. But I think Milwaukee is the team with all the momentum in that situation. Milwaukee's playing at home, so I'm fading Paul George. I wonder what you think about Wilson Chandler. This guy's been fairly inconsistent of late, and he gets a tough matchup against Boston, but it is a home court deal for for Denver. I'm thinking of fading this guy. Do you think that's the right thing to do? Well, it depends. I think he's a really good pick for the price, and if you're not spending big on small forward, um, he's he's a guy where you don't have to spend huge money, but you still have that that good shot at getting thirty plus Fanduel points. So for me, Wilson Chandler 
he's a good look in my opinion maybe more of a tournament play given that he's been so wildly fluctuating if people are on him he's heavily owned and he has a big game you're not going to be too far out of the game but if he comes through as a contrarian play when you have him uh, lightly owned and you could pick him on a big night could be a big score um what about the guys between five thousand and six six thousand dollars dan fifty nine hundred dan we got Otto porter at the top of that range taking it down to andre Igodala at fifty one hundred dollars for a struggling golden state team well Otto porter has been a bit of a slump lately uh, he bounced back a bit in his last game with 22 points, 35 FanDuel points. But before that, he failed to hit 20 points in the points column for about seven or eight games, um, which which he was doing fairly consistently for a while there before the All-Star break. So, I mean, Otto Porter's a bit up and down, and I'm not too high on him right now. So I'll just mention that. But another guy to look at is Andre Iguodala, who's uh, picking up some extra minutes without Kevin Durant there. And uh, his team needs to lean, is leaning on him. His veteran leadership and steady play where he contributes across the board came up with a massive night in his uh, game before last with 44 Fando points, um, which is why his price is up in the 5,000s now. He was around in, even in the 3,000s for a long part of the season. So, I mean, with the rotation change there, Andre Iguodala is uh, a decent look. But then again, with that price tag, I don't know, that kind of throws me off a little bit now that I take another look at that but a guy who does have a favorable matchup i would say is harrison barnes uh hosting brooklyn six thousand dollars i think that's a good price for harrison barnes especially he can top 30 fanduel points for you especially against this opponent his team really needs a win they're very close to sneaking into that eighth spot in the west they've won three straight and right and they're only within a, a game about a game of that eighth spot there so, I mean, I think Harrison Barnes is going to be giving it all he's got, and he's got a good matchup. Yeah, I wonder if Michael Kidd Gilchrist is a guy that I could add to that mix, Dan, for $5,400. He's been consistent on the boards. He's just not scoring consistently, as you might like. But if he has one of those games where he puts it all together, boy, he could be a, a nice, nice pick at that price point, given the matchup that they have there against Orlando. Let's take it down below the 5,000 threshold into some value plays here that uh, might be good in tournaments, Dan. Well, as I let slip before, I do like Shabazz Muhammad, $3,700, hosting the Golden State Warriors, where they're thinned out at his position at small forward. He's not going to be dealing with a Kevin Durant. Uh, And he's come up with some good games in his last few games, 23 FanDuel points in his last game. A real slow night before that, but that was against San Antonio. It's a tough matchup for him. Um, but then before that, 22 FanDuel points again. So Shabazz Muhammad is one of the Timberwolves' best bench players, and they're going to need more from him. I mean, they're pretty far out of the... Well, not really. They're about two and a half games out of the race right now. That's that's kind of a, a bit of a distance for the situation that they're in. But if this guy can come up huge, and if they're all in there, they still have a shot. So I like Shabazz Muhammad, $3,700. There's a couple other really good um, value here with Thabo Cephalosha at 3900 Jalen Brown at 3900 I like both of them, both uh, starting players for the most part. We'll have to double-check what Jalen Brown is going to be doing uh, with Avery Bradley back in the lineup. So, um, But if he's getting the start still at 3900 for a great player there, and same with Thabo Cephalosha. 
Well, and I'll add the name of Terrence Ross. This guy, since he left Toronto, he's getting at least 30 minutes of of run time in in Orlando's offense. And uh, some games are really good, some games are ordinary, but when you're getting that kind of a run at this price tag and you can got your shooting eye intact, could be a big payoff there too. Uh, not an overwhelming foe on the other side of the ball in that one too, making him an interesting pick for me on this night. We go to the power forwards, Dan. Nikola Jokic at the top of the board. Another guy who's a game-time call with an illness. We're thinking that he might play. Uh, so interesting call there. $10,100 against the visiting Celtics. Is this a player fade for you? If he's in the game, uh, it's a, definitely a play for me. Um, Boston's front court is not one of the toughest in the league to go up against. Uh, I think Jokic definitely has the advantage there in both sides of the ball. So... If we get the word he's all good to go, I definitely like him as one of my big money guys tonight for sure. All right, and I I would tend to agree with that because of the the same assessment that I I share in terms of the analysis of the competing front courts here. Uh, Let's go down a little bit below that uh, threshold, quite a bit actually, $2,000 to the next guy, Draymond Green at $8,100 down to Frank Kaminsky. He's out with a shoulder injury at 6000 And uh, Markeith Morris also at 6000 He's good to go for Washington against Sacramento. So what do you think in that range, Dan? Well, Draymond Green's value definitely goes up for me big time without Kevin Durant in the lineup. Team's looking to him a lot more offensively. He's got, he's got double digits in points in his last six games, something which he didn't do for about the six games before that. <laughs> so now he's back contributing in the points columns. Same old in the rebounds and assists column, blocks and steals. So he's a very, pretty much guaranteed 30-point threat there. Uh, for $8,100, potential up to 50-point threat, I would say. So I really like that price tag on Draymond Green, too. And, and up against Minnesota, where their uh, front court is very tough, Draymond Green seems to uh, you know he's going to step it up against an opponent like that and he's going to bring it bring a, uh, an intensity to the game so i like him there for sure and i like toronto's Serge Ibaka in the range in this range too dan he since he's come over from from uh, orlando he's fit in like uh, seamlessly into toronto's situation just exactly what this club needed a real presence in at both ends of the floor and and a, a real he's a re- rebound eater and he has a good outside game too, so he can really do it all for this club. And they'll be counting on him down the stretch. This is a statement game, I think, against Atlanta, and they'll be they'll be looking for him to come come up big. And so do I, in fact. So I'll be on him. And we're gonna go. I'll, I'll add the name of Mister Thirty Thousand. We'll have a few more words to say about Dirk Nowitzki later. And he's got got the favorable matchup against Brooklyn. And I think this is a chance to to pad those Hall of Fame stats for the the wily veteran uh, as well Uh, we'll go down into the five thousands looking at marvin williams and uh, all the way down to willie collie stein in this five thousand range there is one injury note that's kenneth reed out with a back injury so you'll definitely want to fade him it looks like what about the guys in this range dan any values that you like well i like what aaron gordon's been doing lately his play has definitely picked up since the Ibaka trade, uh, maybe he's better in more in his uh, proper position or getting better better looks in the in the sets. So I think Aaron Gordon at fifty six hundred dollars is a pretty good bet for thirty Fanduel points. Uh, he's up against they're playing in short Charlotte, kind of a tough place to play. But Aaron Gordon is a staple in Orlando's lineup, and he should be getting the the minutes and the run there to do some good damage. So I like him there. 
All right, and what about in bargain country here at the Power 4 position? Less than $5,000. There's some pretty good names here that are in this range that might be worth a play. A couple of guys that we were on early in, earlier in the year, including Ersan Ilyasova. We've talked about Bielitsa. They find, we find these names in this range. Do you like either of them or anybody else in this group? Um, not huge on Ilyasova, but I, I do like two guys from Boston here. I like Amir Johnson and Jonas Zarebko. Amir Johnson, starting player, has been putting up solid numbers for most of the season here. $3,900, I think, is a generous price tag for FanDuel players, considering he's got... Uh, he had two games straight in his last four, uh, the two games before his most recent two, where he topped 30 FanDuel points, then he followed up with 21 and 15. So, I mean, he's he's steadily around 15, average, averaging 16 on the season, but then he has those games here and there where he throws in around... 30-something to high 20s. And I think the game against Boston, although he's he's going to have his hands full with Nikola Jokic, and I, th- I think that's almost more of a reason for him to stay on the court because he's the kind of player that can kind of give Jokic a bit of a hassle around the basket. And uh, I think he'll take advantage of some coaching decisions there and an up-and-down game as well. I expect a lot of scoring there. And the same with Yurebko. He's been playing well for Boston too lately. And... Uh, Depending on if Denver's thinned out at that small small forward, power forward position with Gallinari, Kenneth Fareed, and what else is going on there. But is a pretty solid bet, especially in his last six games to top 15 FanDuel points for a very good price. You know what? I'm going to be watch, keeping an eye on that uh, Raptors game with Atlanta to see how Ilyasova does. This guy has been a Raptor killer for a long time, uh, as long as he's been in the league, actually, uh, in my memory. And this is the first time he's going to face the new and improved uh, look that the Raptors offer defensively with Tucker and uh, the new guy in the in the three uh, four uh, Ibaka uh, combining their forces to try and limit him uh, offensively. So I'll be curious to see whether he uh, is a good value at 4800 at the end of the day. I'm going to fade him though, uh, given that I expect the Raptors to to put the clamps on him pretty good in that matchup. Let's go over to the center position, Dan. Carl Anthony Towns, the lone wolf, way ahead of the pack at ten thousand six hundred dollars. Uh, the next guy up, Nikola Vucevic, is got a game time call with an Achilles injury. So if you don't want uh, Towns, you're going to go bargain hunting right away at the center position. What say you about Carl Anthony Towns? Well, I like him for sure. Um, Golden State, they've got uh, Pachulia there in the center, who's a tough guy, but doesn't match Towns nearly anywhere close in terms of skill. Towns can step outside on him for sure and beat him on the dribble. Uh, two games straight with 20 plus points and 14 rebounds i think that was some kind of historical historical mark there um itself so he's he's got about six or he's got about eight games double double eight game double double streak going on here and uh a double double machine very good chance he's going to top 50 fanduel points for you or at least be in the high 40s so he's another guy and worth big money that i do like uh tonight for sure all right, Dan, and uh, why don't we go looking for some of the other guys a little bit lower in the price tag there. Let's take a Dwight Howard, $7,100, down to Al Horford at $6,000. Well, Dwight Howard against Toronto, I think there's he's got a tough matchup between Valanciunas and Serge Ibaka, so I'm fading Dwight Howard. Um, it's same with Al Horford. I, I'm not a big fan of him in this in his matchup against Denver. I think that's a tough matchup for him, too. Um, a guy, 
I like Greg Monroe's matchup here, but I think $6,300 is a bit of a high price that I wouldn't look at paying for a guy like Monroe who's who could be up or down. If he's up, he's great. If he's down, it could be single um, below 20 FanDuel points. He's coming off 32 in his last game and had hit 40 three games back. But, uh, again, those are all guys I don't like. I would have to go either with uh, Towns or I'd have to go a little bit lower here to find somebody that I like what I'm going to get with in terms of value. Yeah, I wonder if Nerlens Noel would fit the bill given his matchup tonight. He's gone off for a couple of big games, but he also has been ordinary in a couple of others uh, since he moved over to Dallas. So that might be a guy that might fit in as a contrarian play given the level of inconsistency that he's shown in recent games there. Um, what about the 5,000 range, Dan? We've got... Marcin Gortat from $5,700 down to Cody Zeller at $5,100 before we go into the uh, bargain bin. Well, with Frank Kaminsky's um, still being out with injury, I like Cody, uh, Cody Zeller here for sure. Good price, $5,100. He's capable of putting up some serious numbers in the 30s. Came Coming off a game with 20 FanDuel points, then 33, 25, uh, 23, and 13. 13 was his first game back from injury, limited minutes, so... He's back up to full minutes, and uh, he can certainly fill it up. Charlotte uses him a lot. Uh, in the pick and roll, he cleans up the boards. So I like Cody Zeller there at $5,100. Another guy who's who's still got a – he's creeping up there in price now, Bismarck Biombo, uh, since Nikola Vucevic has been uh, – he's a game-time decision now, but he's missed quite a few games, and that's creeped Biombo's price up. So I think you're starting to lose some value there with Biombo coming in at 4900 So a guy I do like, though, a little bit here, actually quite a bit is Jonas Valanciunas, 5400 bucks up against Atlanta. Um, he's got the matchup against Dwight Howard, Paul Millsap in the front court there, but I think Valanciunas is the bigger man there. He's coming off a great night in his last game with 43 FanDuel points and in 34 minutes, his most minutes in a while. He's probably averaging around 22, 25 minutes a game. But uh, if last game was any indication and, and if he proved something, he should be seeing a good amount of minutes, especially up against uh, some other big guys where, where he can counter the matchup there. For $5,400, I think you get a great pick out of Valanciunas. I love that call, Dan. He's, he's matched up well against uh, Dwight Howard in the past, and now he's got help in the, in the front court. So that makes me feel a little more confident about that pick. I, I love that call. Uh, let's go uh, into the bargain bin then, as I said, and uh, talk about some of the names in that sub-5,000 category. Well, for me, the value pick here at center is Costa Kufos, uh, $4,400. And he's come, he, he was playing great in his last game. I was watching him. He was, he was like a wizard with a ball. He was schooling everybody. So he's coming up with three games straight worth 20-plus FanDuel points, 23, 29, 26. And then he had an off night with six FanDuel points, but 27 before that. So he's definitely picked up his play in the absence of Cousins. Of course, he's getting more minutes and more responsibility there. Um, he's, he matches up against Marcin Gortat. Who, who I do like as well, I should mention uh, tonight. But I think for, for value, Kufos here, $4,400 is a good value pick at center. All right, Dan, we've given our best picks at each position. And uh, we want to also remind our listeners that uh, on behalf of our friends at FanDuel, we are... Baseball's just around the corner, folks. The World Baseball Classic's going on. We don't want you to get stranded on first base without a Rotowire subscription. And don't miss out on this great offer. 
Make your first deposit on FanDuel today and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. Go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible. Users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. And I'll also say, don't forget to check back with Rotowire's starting lineups on the NBA tab. We also do lineup sweeps and checks all day long at Rotowire, so you can make sure your players are good to go in daily games right up to tip-off. Uh, Dan, we got a little bit of time here, so I wanted to ask you a couple of questions here. First of all, noting that the Cavs and the Warriors have been losing more than their share of games of late, the Cavs on a three-game losing streak, the Warriors losing three out of five, does that leave you thinking that either of these teams have lost a bit of their mojo and may may have to worry about some pretenders who might uh, challenge their way to the finals? Well, I think the Warriors definitely have taken a big hit losing Durant. The, the thing is, they gave up a lot of depth um, in the process of, of going for him and, and, and deciding to pick up a player like that. Uh, they, they were quite a bit deeper team, especially with guys like Spates and uh, Harrison Barnes were very valuable um, depth role players. Uh, that, uh, Andrew Bogut, of course. And I think, so I think they, they're, they've lost a lot of depth and, that, that that's not a, as big of a problem when you have a guy like Durant contributing as much as he has consistently. But then when you take that guy out and you become a lot different team that would require depth to stay afloat. And, and now that they're lacking that depth and lacking Durant, I think they're a very uh, much more uh, mortal team at this point. And I think there's a couple of teams that have a chance of maybe even catching the Spurs. I mean, the Spurs are coming off uh, an ugly loss last night, but I'm sure they'll bounce back from that. And uh, so, yeah, I do, I do think the Warriors have taken quite a hit, and they're certainly no longer uh, that immortal team that they they may have seemed with Durant. Um, so that that I do think. And then with with Cleveland, I mean, they've lost three straight with LeBron, um, or maybe he was resting one of those games. He but was. the thing is. He played great last night, came up with a massive game, recorded uh, his 50th career triple-double. And the thing is, they still lost. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Cleveland. They, got, they picked up all these free players, well, not free, but all these players without giving anything up. They got Darren Williams. They got Derek Williams. Um, you know, unfortunately, the thing with Andrew Boga getting injured but uh, I mean, I don't know what's got to happen for Cleveland to to you know reach that level that Golden State seemed to be on. But I mean, I'm less worried about Cleveland than I am Golden State, just because at least they've still got all their guys. Well, actually, that's that's the thing. They're they're missing Kevin Love, who I guess that's a a big hit to their depth, especially in the front court, um, and their scoring and rebounding. So that that's a big hit for Cleveland. Hopefully, for them, Love gets back in it. But I don't think that's as big of a loss as Kevin Durant. That is for the Warriors. So both teams are definitely missing some some pieces, some key pieces, and yeah, looking a little bit more like mortals than than they had maybe in the first couple weeks of the season. Well, I like the fact that both teams look look vulnerable because for the longest time it seemed that they were on a collision course 
to go through to the finals and, and the fl- playoffs of formality. But uh, there's a bit of a seed of doubt now in both cases. And, and I'm quite happy about that as a fan of neither club, really, I got to say. And uh, Dan, those uh, of our listeners who listen to my ho- hockey podcasts will know that I like to highlight uh, on the Statsman and AJ show on Tuesdays the stud of the week. Well, I know that you and I are pretty happy for one Dirk Nowitzki. He reached a career milestone of note last week as Dirk became the sixth NBA star to reach the 30,000-point 30 30, plateau and certainly is the all-time leader among anybody not born in the United States. So great news for, for fans of Nowitzki, and uh, I wanted you to have a couple of minutes to say something good about him in your own words. Well, I, I, not much more I can say other than just class act. Uh, you know, tough player. He really paid his dues stuck it out and I was very very happy when he won the championship uh, back a few years ago beating Miami I thought that was amazing I thought that was one of the one of the greatest uh, runs and stories that I've seen as an NBA fan so I was extremely happy for Dirk to get that uh, championship when he did and now reaching this milestone that's fantastic company he's in not even Shaquille O'Neal is in that company so I think the players are it's MJ Kobe um, Malone uh, Dirk now and um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah top of Kareem, Kareem and Wilt I think it is yeah. so so now you add Dirk to that mix the guy who's coming up right behind him is LeBron but uh, still doesn't, takes nothing away from Dirk amazing what he's done and, and yeah couldn't be more happy for the guy yeah a good uh, role model out there for sure yeah exactly and a fine way to end this show Dan so there you go everybody have a look at FanDuel and enjoy the, all the fun and games on their menu of options we hope we've given you some good ideas for tonight's games for Dan Bruno who you can follow at Deep Bruno Official I'm Paul Bruno reminding you to follow me at Statsman22 good luck with your FanDuel plays to all our listeners from Rotowire of the Truth and Justice podcast. Each season on Truth and Justice, we reinvestigate a wrongful conviction cold case. Our investigations are shared on the show in real time and you actually participate in the investigation. Season three has just begun, so this is the perfect time to get on board right from the beginning of a brand new case. Search for Truth and Justice on your favorite podcast directory and start listening and participating today. Start on episode 301, murder on September to join in on the investigation. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.